ask God to open our hearts and our minds to receive an impartation today that will plant us and establish us in the work of our Father. as a minister let today cause you to rise up from the certain level to another level a higher level hallelujah hallelujah father thank you so very very much for every opportunity every chance we have to gather like this thank you for bringing us together from the north the south the east and the west to be here to hear a word a seed planted in our hearts to move us and cause us to be established in the ministry i pray lord that this afternoon it will be an encounter with you in the name of jesus i pray lord that this is going to be a turning point in many many lives open hearts Open ears, open eyes to see. And let the revelation be clear and imprinted on our hearts. Thank you for Bishop Ogo. Thank you for bringing him safely thus far. I pray for the anointing of the Father to be upon him. The heart of the Father to be upon him to be transmitted to us. And let this day be the day of the strengthening of the UD. Thank you so very, very much. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be here already? You're already happy. It's a good happiness. Amen. Well, I believe that um, we have gathered together for a, a supernaturally good purpose. I didn't hear amen. amen. When you hear some things, it's a good purpose. Or you don't want a good purpose. Yes, we are gathered here for something supernatural to be done for us. And I believe that it's just the first step of many steps that will make you a better minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Your amen is not correct. Amen. And um, we are very privileged this this. Um, afternoon that we have a, a very powerful squad of people right here it could be Juventus, it could be Real Madrid it could be any other powerful, powerful team but most of all for every powerful team there's a striker at the forefront the goal scorer, the, the one who is the talisman who is the, uh, what, what do you call them the playmaker oh you guys help me, you watch you <laughs> You who play football, the what? Game changer. Hey, what else? There's always one person. Today I read something. I read that Juventus will become a well team because of Ronaldo. Yes, so our team will become a well team. <laughs> oh, if you are clapping, clap. This is your 
But I am sure, I am sure we all know Bishop Ogo. But what I can tell you is this: he he walks with our Father. That that is the distinguishing mark of of um, this bishop. He walks with the Father, and he has received a real impartation of the Spirit of the Father. And so sometimes talking to him, you can hear the Father's words. You can hear this is what he said. I've heard it before. And he will be laughing as he says it, but it's this really the Father speaking to us. And, and so this afternoon, I can think of no better ambassador, no better representative, no better voice to speak to us on behalf of the Father than the one who has come here to talk to us. And um, I am so happy that he's here. He's, he's a very great man of God. <laughs> Please welcome <laughs> Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo. Region. More coming, sure. So I'm very happy to meet Ashanti Region. And I bring you greetings from our Father. Bishop um, Atemo and I drove all the way from Tamale here. We were in um, Yendi for a meeting there with the pastors, with the missionaries yesterday. And then in the evening, I was at um, Day Spring. Day Spring Cathedral. And um, something happened to me yesterday. And I think I, I will tell you because it concerns you. As I was sitting down and uh, in the service, a beautiful choir, large, great choir, came to sing. I was looking at each of them, the gentlemen, the ladies, one by one, and a question I hadn't thought about hit me that, where are these people from? I mean, how did we have this great assemblage 
of singers and church workers ministering on a Tuesday evening. Then I looked back because I entered by a door and saw a very packed hall. The cathedral was packed and there were people coming in. And as I mused over what I was seeing, the Lord spoke to me that what you are seeing exists only because of the life of Bishop Patrick Bruce and his wife. And at that point, I was, I mean, I became numb with emotion because I realized that a person can make a very, very, very big change and a very big difference in the lives of a whole society and a generation. And so, my respect for him, the value I place on his life, my estimation of him skyrocketed. See, because when you see, and later on, I was telling Bishop Atemo about my experience. It was an experience I had. You know, we have experiences. Yes. And I think God was trying to tell me something that a life is very special to him. That if he had, if Bishop Patrick and his wife had not gone to Tamale, if they had turned to the right and not ended up there, all the work we have in the northern region, the three northern regions. You know, Bishop Atemo was telling me, Bishop Fred Norte was a church member. Yes. Bishop Fred Norte. Do you know Bishop Fred Norte? Yes. Yes. The first shepherd's meeting he was having, he didn't even come for the meeting. He was playing football. So they went to the soccer field to bring him. <laughs> Yeah, that's the bishop up there. You know, from a footballer, he raised him to become a bishop of a region. <laughs> and I'm saying this to make a point that it will be very sad for those of us who have found ourselves under his leadership to minimize his contribution into your life. We are bishops here, Bishop Charles, myself, Bishop Hajj, and uh, Bishop Atiyemo. I don't think none of any of us here 
matches his credentials as a minister of this UD. Yes, what he has achieved in this nation, in a section of the... I mean, we pastor churches and we grow congregations. <laughs> I said what? What did I say? We pastor what? We pastor churches and we grow congregations. But he has filled three regions of this country de novo. Now, now, such a person is very dangerous to have around. Yeah, I would have wished that Kumasi had had, you know, some two by four bishop like me or, you know, some pastor B to come so that all of us grow together. I think he left six form before I came to form one. You left upper six five years before I came to form one. I mean, is it four or five years? <laughs> oh, please, we have a meeting. Let's discuss it. <laughs> yes, we're in the same school. You know, I think, yeah, when I went to form one, he had been out. He had finished six form, I think four or five years. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm trying to get a point across to you that you may not know what type of person you have here. Yeah. I, I think I was appointed a pastor before he became a pastor. At the same time. I'll put myself first. I think I must have been appointed a pastor before. Yeah. But he's streets ahead. He's street. Your ability to also face realities is a very important. I'm, 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 I'm coming to a point. Yes, that it may not help you to have him here. It may not be helpful for some of us here. He's not a good person to have as a leader and as a bishop overseeing a vast region like that. A region of younger people, young, of course I see some grandfathers around, but generally... You know, you know, because the reason is that you may easily discount or minimize his contribution into your life, in your ministry. Now, as soon as you do that, like the prophet said about Jesus Christ the baby, he said, this little baby crying and urinating has been set up for the rising and the fall of some people. 
Now, how do people rise on the back of a father? How do people fall when they relate with a, a, a father figure? It's a father figure. One of the ways to fall is to discount the advice of a father. Anybody who, dis- who, who throws away a father's opinion has actually established himself in utter, not utter, in, in, in an abysmal failure never to recover. The work Bishop Patrick has done in the UD, it will help you to honor him and to respect him. Of course, I'm speaking on the premise that you want to do ministry. I'm speaking on the premise that the ministry is important to you. If the ministry is not important to you, then whatever I'm discussing doesn't even concern you. You can read a book if you have a book on your iPad. Yeah. But if you want to do ministry, then it is very important that you honor him. Help him. Support him. Because he said, at this age, somebody who left sex form five years after I entered, and I'm over 50 years. <laughs> so if you do a little arithmetic, you realize that he's approaching 70. <laughs> now, if you joke with such people, you fail in life. A curse will come upon your life. And I'll advise each of you once a while to make a trip to Tamale to see, not just to Bulga, Wa, and so on, to see what type of person. Not, don't, don't be impressed with pastors who shout when they are preaching. Yeah. I, I expect you to be more mature than a, somebody who, who is fascinated by a sweating pastor. Because very soon I'll start sweating. And you feel, I'm a man of God. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Sweating doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You, need to, you need to size people up, up on the basis of their works. Jesus even said that even if you will not believe in me, just look at my works and believe in me. So I believe that all of us here stand a chance of escalating our credentials in ministry. I believe that out of this zone shall come bishops and generals and apostles and prophets, not because you raised your hand and said amen, but because you have respect for this person. That's what I'm talking about. I didn't know him. Till yesterday. I'm telling you, I said, I, you see, I speak good English. So, so don't think I'm using words arbitrarily. I'm saying I had an experience yesterday. That's all. 
I sat there and had an experience before I, I we clapped for him for one minute. We stood up, we clapped our hands. We were timing. Last night, he was not there. Honoring such a pastor alone will take curses off your life. Yeah, and because many of us are laboring under curses. You may be wearing batik or suit or whatever, but we know what is under the jacket and we know what is under your dress. Please, let's be real. A lot of us are struggling. We are struggling. And one of the reasons why God brings such people into our lives is that by honoring them, we neutralize the cases. You see, don't be too quick to be sending text messages to presiding bishop. To the exclusion of the honor you must give to him. I, I will repeat myself. I take it out of the I said, don't be too quick to be sending text messages to presiding bishop. Especially people like you. Pastors like you. When you do that, when you ignore him, and attempt to relate with presiding bishop, you betray your lack of intelligence. You show clearly that you are not very intelligent. Because if you are very intelligent, you will understand that he... You see, there are bishops here. I know Bishop Tafabu is here. I know Bishop Hadj is here. I know Bishop Sikata is here. I'm talking about Bishop Patrick Bruce. For now. I have already put myself under him. So, just, please, let's, let, let's get on with the meeting. Uh, can we get on with the meeting? Yeah. yeah. When, you, when you crane your neck above him to try to relate with others, you are showing that you are not intelligent. And the ministry is not for unintelligent people. Anybody who cannot use his mind cannot be in the ministry. I have a, I, there's a better way I could put it, but I'm not in familiar environment. So I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm uh, yeah. I'm saying that anybody who cannot use his mind cannot do ministry work, cannot work with God. Pastors, when you see a pastor and he's a successful pastor, he has pastored and pastored till he is now a reverend, and has pastored and pastored till he is now a bishop. Like Bishop had. You are looking at somebody who is capable of using his mind. Without the use of your mind, you can't advance in the ministry. The ministry is for mind. God said, come and let us reason. 
when you do anything with God, at the base of it is the use of your mind. And I'm, I have not said that you must go to the university. I have not said that you should be a graduate. I have not said that you should have master's degree. I have not made any allusion to the fact that you must, have, you must be a chartered accountant. I'm saying that to be in the ministry and to, 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 to rise and to ride in the ministry, you need to use your mind. And if you use your mind a little, you will not ignore him because this is a man, the father you are trying to relate with, has pointed to and said that this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. So I, I cannot understand how you would want to bypass him and relate with the one who is pointed by, by, by Bishop Charles being in Kumasi. His presence in Kumasi is a statement that Bishop is telling you that this is my son. I've put him here. Hear him. Hear ye him. But there are pastors. And I want to believe that at this point I am not addressing anybody here. Because I have some in Accra. And I hope there is none here. There are pastors who are very fond of paying any price to relate with the person at the top. And don't have any interest in relating with the people in front of them. Such pastors are hypocrites. They are evil. And downright immature. The father God has given to us in the UD, our prophet, our father, is somebody everyone here must strive to have a relationship with. But it should not be to the exclusion of the men and sons he has placed in front of you. You see, I came from Tamale by road. And the reason why we arrived here safely is that one of the reasons, apart from the, the grace of God, one of the reasons we arrived here safely is that Bishop Atemo was driving. That's also one reason. <laughs> Bishop Atemo was driving. But another reason beyond Bishop Atemo driving was that as we were driving, there were cars in front of us. Bishop Atemo did not keep his eyes on the articulated track, ten cars in front of us. His eyes were on the car in front of him. When you are driving and you're, please turn off that China phone. When you are driving and your eyes are not in front of you, in, on the car in front of you, but you are concentrating on the Mercedes Benz three cars in front of you alone, of course, you also need to know what's happening there. Because sometimes there can be backup 
accidents that you would have avoided if you had tried to see what is ahead. But good driving forbids you from keeping your eyes off the car in front of you. You must, you must look at the car in front of you. But there are pastors who ignore the cars in front of them and try to train their heads to, to look at an articulator car that is in front. And sometimes you are able to even relate well with that car in front when you look well at the car right in front of you. I'm preaching. What do you think I'm doing? I'm preaching. I'm, I'm curing a disease in pastors because this is our work. Oh, sorry, I forgot to tell you. This is our work. This is our work. Don't deceive yourself that you are a doctor, that you went to medical school, or you did ACCA. Whatever you are, bank manager, agronomist, lecturer in the university, if you are in this room, I will submit to you that, look, our main work, the, 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 the reason God gave birth to, God created us, is the ministry. Not engineering or lecturing or medicine or masonry. Everything else we are doing is to help us to pay our rents. It's for rent. Hello? It's rent. <laughs> it's rent. And school fees. And of course, food also. Because there are some of you need to do trade jobs for you to maintain your appetite. <laughs> but on a more serious note, I'm telling you that whether you are a full-time pastor, or you are a lay pastor. This work is our life. Yeah. Don't let your credentials in the secular world take your eyes and your mind off the ministry. This is what God has given us. If you joke with it, you will have no life. Don't compare yourself to your friends who are lecturers, who are doctors, who are not doing ministry. For them, that is their life. You see, God has different ways of taking care of his children. Because God has many children. Are you aware God has many children? Yes. Yeah. Even the animals, the animals in the forest, God takes care of the lion with its teeth. Has, God has given the lion teeth to keep it alive. But the deer, he didn't give it teeth to keep it alive. He gave the deer legs to run. <laughs> and gave the tortoise a shell. All of it are features they have to let it survive. So if the deer says to itself that 
It wants to take care of itself the way the lion takes care of itself. And the tiger is coming for it and it stands there with its incisors. That is going to use its teeth to fight the, 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 the tiger. What will happen to it? It will be eaten up. The deer has to use what it has been given. What has it been given? Legs. So it has to run that one. Run away. What God has given you and I is the ministry. We may have accounted, like the deer, it may have hair, it may have teeth, but its greatest escape is from what? The legs. You may have accounting, you may have law, you may have biochemistry, you may have pharmacy, but you and I, the call on our lives is our protection. Is the, is, the, is, the, is the security for our children, our family, our future, is the ministry. I will, I, will, I, will, I will beg you not to play with it. I will beg you. And the first thing to do, 1 Kings 19. 1 Kings 19. And Ahab told Jezebel, verse 1, all that Elijah had done. And withal, how he had slain all the prophets with a sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger unto Elijah, saying, So let the gods do to me and more also. If I make not thy life as the life of one of them, by tomorrow. By what? Tomorrow about this time. You know, remember when we preach at conventions, we say tomorrow by this time. Uh-huh. But this is a different tomorrow by this time. <laughs> tomorrow by this time, you won't be a pastor again. Tomorrow by this time, a woman would have removed you from the ministry. But I say, God forbid. I said, I say, God forbid. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree and he requested for himself that he might die and said, It is enough. O Lord, take away my life. For I am not better than my fathers. And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, behold, then an angel touched him and said unto him, Arise and eat. And he looked and behold, there was a cake baking on the coals and a cruise of water at his head. And he did eat and drink. And lay down again. And the angel of the Lord came again the second time. And touched him. And said, Arise and eat. Because 
the journey is too great for thee. That, that, is, that is the point I want to make for all of us to appreciate that. This is a man in the ministry. And I wish all of us would hear these words from an angel. But in case we cannot hear it from an angel, at least we can read it from the word of God. Hallelujah. And what is the word of God saying to us? It says, the journey, first of all, the ministry is a journey. That is why I have pointed to Bishop Patrick Bruce. If anybody asks you to describe the ministry in one sentence, don't say the ministry is winning souls. Don't say the ministry is preaching powerfully till you begin to sweat. Don't say the ministry is having crusades. I will advise that we describe the ministry as a journey. And it is a long journey. That word great is how it was rendered. But it is long. It's a distance. And the good news is that most of us here have not covered much distance. So there is more distance ahead of us. That's why I want to show you how to travel on a long road. Yes. How to travel on a very, very long road. But I, will, I want to come back. I will never feel shy. There is no one here who will be successful at making me feel shy. <laughs> you no one here. You cannot make me feel shy of saying again and again and again and again that you are not a doctor or you are a pastor. Sir, you are not a head of department. You are not a lecturer. You are a pastor. Bismillahirrahim wallahi Don't compare yourself to your fellow heads of department. You are a pastor. Don't let any success. I'll say it again. Yes. Because the Holy Spirit is ministering to me. That there are people sitting here who see the ministry as some part-time work you are doing. But I've been sent from Accra to inform you that this is your life, oh. This is your life. If you joke with it, eh, you go and you come back to start from grade one. With the right mindset. Believe it. And please, please, don't say that. Because I'm uneducated. I'm looking down. I couldn't get a job. That's why I'm in the ministry. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. I may be the most educated man here in this room. I'm telling you. 
at least the, the 13 years I have spent studying in the university. 13. I'm saying something, but I can't say it in the microphone. <laughs> Don't judge me by the second-hand batik I'm wearing. Sometimes, when some people are failures in life, then they, they try to create and carve a message to elevate something else which is working in their lives. That this is the main thing. I'm telling you that we might have been to school, or I have been to school, but I'm telling you that Going to school is not our life's work. Being a lawyer is not your life's work. Maybe it's your brother's life's work. Maybe it's your roommate in the university's life's work. But as for you, a finger has called you out of the university. Don't forget that you were called on campus. Sometimes don't say, well, because I'm a full-time pastor, I'm looking down on uh, lawyers and I don't have any respect for Who told you? Who told you that? Why, why, why? Your, mind, your mind not working well? I'd rather have great respect for you. My most respected pastors personally are lay pastors. Who do this one and do the ministry? Of course, I don't respect lay pastors whose churches don't work. On the basis of the secular work they are doing. It shows how useless they are. Yeah, the real lay pastors, they, 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 they build their secular work and also build the ministry. I'm saying to you that don't confuse your destiny with your roommate's destiny. Don't confuse your future with your cousin's future. Don't confuse your life with your best friend lawyer's life, your best friend doctor's life. Believe it when I tell you that. As for you, you are a pastor. As for you, you are a pastor. Why you are going to work tomorrow morning shouldn't confuse you. Your secretary who is going to serve you with tea tomorrow morning should as you are in the office in the air-conditioned room drinking tea let the words of my mouth echo in your ears that you are a pastor as you are sitting there you are a pastor you are a pastor you are a pastor no experience no experience should dilute this conviction no experience good or bad or maybe ugly no experience. There are pastors in this room who have bastardized the ministry. Yes. You've been a, you were appointed a pastor 11 years ago. What church do you have to show for it? What ministry have you done? What ministry have you done? Because to you, you are an agronomist. Or you are an economist. Or you are whatever is. But I'm telling you, tomorrow morning, if I fall ill, I'm going to see a doctor at CAT. Because you may not know, but I respect the doctors at CAT. 
if someone takes me to court and I must go to court tomorrow, you can guess who I'm going to look for? A lawyer. Because I respect lawyers. I'm saying to you that don't have a delusion that I have no respect for other professions. But I'm saying that the six of us in this room, as for us, as for us, as for us, you, we, we, we must not take our eyes off the reality that we are perfect. Our members are dying. Our churches are bleeding. Our ministries are strangulating. Because in our minds, you are doing some church for some bishop that you admit and some lighthouse pastors who call you. Sir, are you working with concert? You are a pastor. You are a pastor. Don't be confused by the green shirt you are wearing. I'm, I'm speaking English. Do not be confused ever. Even if you become the owner of concert. You are a pastor. You are a pastor. You are a pastor. If I fall down dead right now, I've succeeded. My meeting has ended. If I die right now, it's, it's worth coming here to hear what you have just heard. Doc, you are what? A radiologist. Yes. Maybe we've not seen your type. There may be two by four doctors here, but only one radiologist. Do you know what a radiologist is? They will tell you. But I'm just saying to you that beware. Be very careful you don't become profane. Lest there be a profane. Person. Can you imagine this word, the, the word profane, being used by a person who never committed any sexual immorality? Because spiritually, you can, spiritually, I mean talking about spiritually, you can defile your spirit with adultery. One day you'll be the head of cats, even though you are a short man. But it shouldn't confuse you. When you, are, when you get the appointment to be the head of cats, be the head of cats, because we also as a church deserve to have somebody who heads. Oh, yes. Don't we need tomorrow if you are, your, 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 your wife is not where you are thinking? Wouldn't you want to go to the uh, 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 chief executive's office? Yeah. 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 We can't all be Jimaklas. Do you know Jimaklas? We need proper. But as you are in the office, remember that you are a pastor. You see, I'm. This, this is what undergets, this is what underlies 
our abysmal failure in the ministry. Many of us here are failures. Please sit down. What is a meeting on Wednesdays? You don't stand up. It's on Sundays that you stand. Listen carefully. You can insult me. You can. I don't care. I don't care. I've been cursed. But you can see that I'm standing here. So your insult will not say. I'm saying to you that if you look at yourself very well, you realize that you are a failure in the ministry. You are a disappointment in the ministry. You could have done much better than the than the rigmarole you are you are you are you are you are you are you are, you are negotiating as a pastor. Yeah. And at the base of it is a mindset that you are a part time pastor. There is nothing like part time ministry. There is what? Nothing. It's the depravity of your mind that makes you equate lay ministry with part-time ministry. There is nothing like part-time ministry. There is ministry done by people. God gives the privilege to become doctors. But they are in the ministry. There is ministry. When Paul was making tents, he wasn't doing the ministry part time. Lay ministry is just to help, the, to take a burden off the church. Can you imagine Bishop uh, uh, Nasib is, is paying all of you here? Look at even his body. He will roll in. You have been allowed to practice or work in town so that we are not burdensome to the church. But you are not a part You cannot do the ministry part-time. Who taught you that? Who taught you? Who is teaching you that? It is that mind which makes us go home at 2 p.m. on Sunday. Which makes us disappear from, from weekday service. I can swear that less than half of us here were in church last night. It was a service. Was there a service last night? How many of us were not in church last night? Please stand up. And I won't point my finger at anybody. I'm just watching you. Last night in the evening, there was a church service either at Asokwa or Bantama or a Esutare. Uh, uh, what's the name of the place? Atonsu. Yes. If you were not in church, it shouldn't take you more than two minutes to stand up. Apart from missionaries who have their own church services, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, you are a pastor in Accra. I said Accra, Kumasi here. You are a pastor in Kumasi. And, and, and why have you sat down? You are a missionary. When was your weekday service? It's today. All right. Yes. You are a pastor in, Accra, in, in Kumasi. Yeah. You are under Bishop Hadj. 
or you are under Bishop Charles, or you are under Bishop Bruce, and you were not in church last night, you, you can please, you may please stand up to your feet. Yes. And I can tell you that do, please down now. Those who are standing there, if they had a mind that their last was on the ministry and was in the ministry, they would have been to church. That if I don't go to church, something will spoil. That my life is that Tuesday service. But that's not the mind. The mind is that you are doing something part-time. So even if you don't go, even if you don't, you're not able to go, oh, nothing will happen. Your main work is a timber concession at order. That's your main work. But I'm informing you that your main work is not the timber concession at order. Your main work is the ministry. Pastors, I am delivering you from your children going to have problems one day because you joked with the ministry. Many of us here have finished living our lives. Many of us here, many of us here are prosperous already. You've made it. You've built your houses, bought your lands. In your line of profession, you've made it. It may help you to learn something for me this afternoon. That perhaps you are in the ministry because of your children. There may be another reason why God is keeping you in the ministry. For many of us, for our lives. But you may, you may, be, you, you may easily be destroying the destiny of your children by joking with the ministry in front of them. As they watch their father go home at 2 p.m. on Sunday. As they watch their father on Sunday afternoon with a towel around his neck, clapping for a footballer, we are watching EPL. Leicester versus Arsenal. And the pastor, Reverend, 4 o'clock, you are sitting in your sitting room, shouting at a, a, a footballer, insulting him, even though you can't hear. And you don't even know that it's a recorded message, uh, 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 match you are watching. As you are insulting, he's, he's in his hotel. <laughs> Arise. Eat. Because the journey even if you want to stay with the word great, that even makes it more compelling. That the ministry is great. The ministry is a long journey. The ministry is something God is giving us to give us a little dignity, a little honor, a little, just a little, something to make you feel human. But the affliction is that 
whether we are full time or we are lay, the common affliction of the average pastor is that the ministry is not worth giving our lives to. I'm not, I'm not preaching full time ministry. I'm preaching ministry. Yes. I was at a meeting yesterday with full-time pastors. I don't remember somebody who said that he had had a crusade in, 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 in the past one year. One of them said he has not stood on a box to have a crusade for the past seven years. Full-time pastor. He is not a, 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 a mechanic or a lawyer or a doctor. So you realize that whether we are full-time or we are lay, the ministry is not seen as something great or something long or something worth embracing. But this afternoon, I believe that all of us as pastors in the Asante region can make a quick turnaround. That we turn ourselves around to give the ministry the attention it deserves. To give the ministry the attention it deserves. The church, the church has been neglected. Our branches have been neglected. And one of the reasons is what I'm dealing with. I'm, 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 I'm tipping at a, a a very, a very strong or great, great, great stone. I'm tipping at it. It's a mindset that this one we are doing is not, is, is nothing much. But I want to inform you that it is a great thing. Higher than the presidency of Ghana. Higher than a member of parliament. Higher than DC. As a doctor, I don't even want to talk about it. And head of department, I don't know how to describe it. Next year, I don't want to describe it. I'll make no comment about it. The ministry is at the top. My dear pastors of the Asante region, I came here to announce that a new season has come. Amen. What did I say? A new what? A new season. And you are not exempted. You can join. All you need to do is to have a proper understanding of the ministry. That God has elevated you. God has elevated... Look at me. Think about it. I'm passing through a town. And lawyers and engineers and lecturers and whatever have gathered in their room to listen to me. Hey! 
people can gather to listen to me, then people can gather to honor you also. People can also honor you beyond what your secular pursuit, your background, your, your, your any natural credential can give you. When God gives you the ministry, he has given you the highest honor. I beg you, pastor, let's make it nice. Let's make it nice. I, I came, I came, I asked Bishop, Bishop uh, Patrick to gather you so that right now I've got the forms. We are filling forms again to reapply for ministry. All the retirees, come out and let's fill the forms. Pierrot, let's fill the forms. Let's feel it. There's life. There's hope. Believe God that you will die a more glorious death than the death of a withered servant of God. Believe God that you will die a more glorious death than the death of a disappointed pastor, a broken pastor, a pastor who has lost hope in the ministry. I came to purposefully announce to you that there is a, a new light shining, not at the end of the tunnel, but right in front of you. And if you will allow me, I will pull you out. I'll pull you out of your retirement. You can't retire. Please sit down. Wednesdays, you don't stand in the meeting. Wednesdays. It's Tuesdays, and I think Fridays and Sundays. But in Kumasi, from Mencia, when there's a meeting on Wednesdays and you stand up, it's a taboo. <laughs> Tell your neighbor respectfully, of course. Come out. Come out of retirement. Come out of retirement. You know, when I stand here, when I stand here, I don't like what I see. I see many tired faces. Please, just pause for five minutes. After five minutes, you can continue insulting me. But for the next five minutes, just hold on. Just keep the insult. I'm saying that when I stand here, it's not nice what I see. I see weather-beaten eagles. And there's nothing I'm saying which is an understatement or an embellishment or light, something very light or frivolous. I don't like. I don't like the way you look. You are a pastor. You should look fresh. You should look what? Fresh. Fresh. Even the woman. 
You see, when a woman looks fresh, it means her skin is nominal. Nomi, 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 nomi. The, the, the English for nomi, nomi is nominal. So, so you see, oh, I want you to come and stand there. When you see the ladies here, they, are, they look nominal. The smiles. But when you see the men, <laughs> look, look, look. All of us as pastors, there was a time in our lives because God is our shepherd. One of the things he's already done is that he pours oil. He said, thou anointed. Even any lady here, if you look at the skin, it's oiled. Yeah. The men, I don't know whether it's lizard skin or crocodile skin or some type of skin. Some... <laughs> But, 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 if, we'll take a break and come back. Yes. But if you take a break and you see the lady, ask her, what she, why is her skin nominal? She will tell you that she uses creams and oil. Of course, two of them at the back, they use akasha. <laughs> to, to, to lighten the skin. But, Freshness is directly related to oil. The oil. So it says, Thou anointest. Who, who, who anointed the head? Thou. Who's the thou? Your head, your head pastor? Who? The prophet? Who's the, who's the thou? God. Yeah, so when he calls us, he pours oil. Thou anointest my head. To the point where our cup even runs over. So that's, I mean, I'm talking about enough oil. So, so the question is that, if there is enough oil, then why are we dry? At this time, I want the lecturers to, to give us answers. The lecturers. If God has oiled us, then why are we dry? Is there any lecture here? Do you know any lecture here? Is there, is there a lecture? Oh, I didn't know you were a lecture. Do a lecture? It's a lecture. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, so I've seen a lecture. So I should go to him. <laughs> It's okay. No, because I, I'm going to call him. I, I've got somebody I want him to, 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 um, to help to enter the university. So if I don't talk well, he'll cut my call. <laughs> when he sees my call, foolish man. Foolish man. <laughs> no, no, but, but let's, let's, let's answer the question. 
If God anoints us, no, because I say it again, this one is not a joke. When I stand here, I don't like what I see. We look tired and dry. We look like eagles because we are eagles. But we look weather beaten. And the answer is in what we have done with the oil God poured on us. He poured oil on you for you to be fresh. Hello? It's the freshness that makes the virgins love us. Virgins. But some of you, even a grandma will not love you. A grandma. <laughs> no, no, please, please. We are going for a break. We are going for what happened to the oil? I, I need a lecturer to help me. God poured oil even to the overflow. You know, I have never thought about this. Old. It just occurred to me today. Today is the first time. But it, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm actually also asking myself a question. But it is a soliloquy. I'm soliloquizing. If your nominal skin is because of oil, then say, why are you? It's like gravels on your face. Why? So, so, I'm asking, where is the oil? Well, I don't have much. I, I, I will not deceive you to say that I have some revelation. But what I know is that as I think about it, Psalm 23, verse 1. What does it say? Yes. He maketh me to lie down. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So the oil runs over. So ask your neighbor, where is yours? And I need three people to answer, to, to help me. 
are you asking him where he, he looks fresh? Yes, any, any help? Now, when God pours oil on your head, He comes again to counsel you to let your head not lack any oil. So, when God pours the oil on you, it is the beginning of your journey. But as you go on, you now have a responsibility to ensure that that oil God poured on your head is not dry. So the answer, the reason why some of us here have lost that oil is that we have not taken the trouble to ensure that our head stays oiled. Every pastor must have sources of oil because there is only one thou anointest my head. After that one, you must make sure your head doesn't lack oil. Yes. So if there is no oil on your head, the meaning is that you have not gone close. That is why I am pointing to Bishop Patrick. I am pointing to Bishop Tikata. I am pointing to Bishop Hart. There are sources of the freshness. There are sources of freshness. When you see a minister, do I look fresh? Nominal? No, I wish you were going to, you, you had said that, not very fresh, because I, live, I feel very tired. And, you know. but, but the way I feel, I, I don't feel fresh. And the reason why I don't feel fresh is that it's been about two or three days that I have not gone close to the container of oil to take some for myself. The sauce. There are a lot of us here who haven't gone to our source. You have not gone to your source. And I'm going to, we are going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to talk about the sources of the oil. So that you will look fresh. So that your skin will be like Lady Pastor Regina's skin. It's not right that when people are going to kill a lizard and they see you, they will kill you. Because your skin is not different. (laughs) 
Ashanti region is going to double its number of churches within one year. I said Ashanti region, every pastor here, whatever it is you are seeing, a year by this time, inshallah, inshallah, I said inshallah, you would have had two more congregations you are passing. Yes. Some of you, I said, the oil that is going to come is going to fill your engine and your shafts are going to crank. How can the offspring of an elephant look like a mouse? Believe me, you and I, anybody who laughed at us chose the wrong person to laugh at. You know, sometimes things happen. Say things happen. I can't hear. Say things happen. That make us look almost like a laughing stock that make those who observe our lives ask many questions. But I'm telling you, I know you. Do you know I know you? I know you. That today you are a doctor. It's sad. You should have been one of the most prominent pastors in Asante region. Sir, you don't need to be called the bishop to be great, to be prominent. It depends on the luminosity of your light. You don't need to be in Kumasi Central Business District. You can be in Mampong. You can be in any... Where is your church? You are here. You are here? That's serious. You are hiding under somebody's light. Yes. The fact that you are here does not mean that you shouldn't be known. No, 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 at all. 26 or 27 years ago, 27, 27 years ago, I was also a pastor or a shepherd under Bishop Dagwood Mills at Collegonum from the canteen. I was Overseeing the follow-up ministry. But that did not dim my brightness. Everybody who was in Lighthouse knew the shepherd of the follow-up. Because when you ask the follow-up members to go upstage, the church is almost empty. I don't want to say things that will disturb your spirit. 
The fact that nobody knows you means you are a disappointment. You can never say that we are 3,000 pastors, so everybody cannot be known. God gives everyone a distinction, a distinctive mark. Just as there are millions of species of animals, but we know a snake, we know an antelope, we know a cow, we know a zebra, we should know you. But the agency of your greatness is not your education. Yeah, that's why, remember, I made a remark that I have never, nobody can quote me here, that I have said that ministry is not for graduates. I have never made that remark here. No matter your background, God can lift you up. God can lift you up. That's why in the Bible, there are luminaries like Paul, a lawyer, like Luke, a doctor. But there's also a fisherman called Peter. There's also a carpenter's brother who is likely to be a carpenter. Rarely will you find a carpenter whose brother did law. <laughs> I mean, it may happen, but it's not very common. The same family, you are a carpenter, he's a lawyer. Unless you are a Jim McClough. <laughs> A carpenter's brother, James, he's standing there as a luminary. I'm saying to you that it is not right that when we see you, we should ask for your name. Your ministry should advertise you before your name is even asked. And whatever oil you need, that oil will be poured on you today. I said, that oil will be what? Poured on you today. I believe, I, I am a believer in restoration. Amen. I am a believer in resurrection. Yeah. I am a believer in rejuvenation. Yeah. I said, I am a believer in rejuvenation. Yeah. I am a believer in again. The word again, again. And I'm telling you, those of you who had hair, your hair was shaved off. And today, you are a laughing stock. Your hair will grow again. Amen. I said, your hair will grow again. Amen. I came here to announce a new dispensation. I said, there is a new era. Did you know that life is full of eras? Life is full of seasons. A new season has come. As I, and that season, listen to me very carefully, it includes me. me. One of these days, you are going to hear about me from Accra, that Bishop Ogo's church is now 10,000 members. Why? Because what I'm believing for you, I'm also believing for myself. There's no room. Concert or no concert. Hey! Concert? 
you watch it? You watch it. People will, will wonder, what is happening in Kumasi? Did you know that there was a time in our history that Kumasi was there? Was a live wire of lighthouse? Did you, did you know? Uh, did you know that? Yes. Kumasi, the churches, the pastors, that time has come again. And I'm happy that that time has come when you and I are alive to see what God will do. I'm informing you that oil is going to be distributed again. May you receive your own. Ministry is not done with degrees. Ministry is done with oil. Ministry is not done with degrees. Ministry is done with oil. Ministry is not done with degrees. Ministry is done with oil. Ministry is not done with degrees. Ministry is done with oil. And the last time I checked, your head could also be a receptacle for some oil. Even if there's no hair on your head, oil can be poured on you. And I'm saying that anybody who knew you will ask, what is happening to Brother Ben? What is happening to Sister Leticia? And they will say that something happened. In this upper room here, you will have your upper room experience today. You didn't hear me. I said, in this upper room here, you will have your upper room experience. Wherever you have fallen short, wherever, any area of your ministry where you have beaten the bait, the bait that made you feel that you were a part-time pastor, that bait and its power are neutralized in your system. I said, that bait and its power. One of these days, Bishop, President Bishop will be driving through Ashanti region and see a signboard that will let him smile. Yes. So when he sees the signboard, he will know that this is the branch I heard about in Accra before I came here. You will be known again. I said, you will be known again. Thou anointest my head. Nobody will be allowed to retire. I said, nobody will be allowed to retire. We are taking Kumas Asante region's place back as number one. Yes, those days, the number one was not Accra, was not Cape Coast. Everybody knew that the dragons and the giants were in the Asante region. And I'm happy you are going to be signed up as one of those signs. I said, I'm happy you are going to be signed up as one of those signs. From this room shall come prophets. From this room shall come pastors. And when we say pastors, we mean pastors of thousands. From this room shall come apostles. With apostolic mantles that move from city to city, village to village, community to community. There will be an anointing you cannot resist. Even if you don't want to do it, it will lift you up. Receive something for your ministry. You see this picture? 
This picture. You will also gather a crowd like that. Derek Prince's ministry began in his 50s. So there's hope for you. I said Derek Prince's ministry began began in the what? 50s. Just yesterday, two days ago, I was in my toilet in Tamale listening to Derek Prince. You too. Your videos, your audios, your studios, your whatever deals. Something from you will travel the ocean. Something from you will cross borders. Nobody who has the oil of God is supposed to be a local hero. There's nothing like a local hero. When you follow the oil, you pass on from your Jerusalem to your Judea to Samaria to the uttermost part of the earth. Receive the internationalization of your ministry. We have problems though. Some of us can't pay our children's school fees. I mean, we, we pay two. But the third one is a difficulty. It's a difficulty. Some of us can't pay rent. Some of us can't finish building our houses. Some are not well. Physically in their bodies. But tonight, today, this afternoon, I am damning any obstacle. I said, I am damning any limitation. You are rising above anything. Whatever has stopped you. Let me tell you. have, Have you noticed that sometimes... You have respect for people and you lose respect for them. Has that happened to you before? Like somebody you respect and the person does something and you you lose respect for the person. Is there anybody here who has lost respect for somebody you once respected? Not your uncle or your, maybe on TV, or a boxer or a karate or a footballer. Is there anybody who has lost respect for something you once respected? Yes. I'm here to inform you. That your limitation will fall in that category. Anything you have respected as the source of your inability to advance, you are going to lose respect for it this evening. You are not going to have any regard for it. You will be lecturing in the university. I said you will be lecturing in the university with 1,500 members behind your back. I said you will be in the consulting room. And you have 2,000 members who preach you on Sunday. The era of 48 and 62 and 127 and 168 and 234. That era goes. It goes. I terminate it in the name of Jesus. If thieves, armed robbers, Are fulfilling prophecy. Obey. Armed robbers are fulfilling biblical prophecy. Then you, a pastor, (laughs) 
If a thief can come like a thief in the night, as the Bible says. <laughs> you know, any thief who comes in the afternoon isn't fulfilling prophecy. Biblically, a thief must come when? And they are fulfilling it. Any thief you know who comes in the afternoon is fake. And over 95% of thieves are fulfilling scriptures. Some of you, they came for your iPad. In the night. Piero! If a thief can fulfill prophecy, how come your ministry is not 1,000? Does Isaiah not say that a little one shall become a thousand? Why can you, if thieves are fulfilling prophecy, then you, a pastor, must sit in front of 1,000 as your prophetic, as your prophetic destiny. I'm saying that those, are you a pastor? Of a branch? Branch. How many members do you have? How many were in church last Sunday, yesterday, Sunday? 45. Yes. You are a pastor, not a lotto agent. You've left your beard like an imam. Fine, fine, we respect it. Is it not little? Is what I'm not little? Yes. Verse 22, put it there. Isaiah 60, verse 22. My friend, hurry up, you have gone with what? are sitting in front of your body you will not you will not convert your body to speed <laughs> it's 45 letter it's 45 letter that's your destiny Receive it. 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 Highlighted it. The same man. Oh, then clap for him. Beautiful. Little one. A thousand. I didn't know you could do all these things. And the force has 
brought him to life. Nonsense. Are we men of faith? Yes. Are we pastors of faith? Yes. Reverends of faith? Yes. Anointed men of faith? Yes. Do you believe it? Yes. That what is small can be big? Yes. Therefore, what is little about you? As I whatever you count and it is little. 45 members is little. I said, in, in charismatic ecclesiology, we don't count our members in hundreds. Or let me even stretch it back. Pentecostal charismatic ecclesiology. Not just charismatic. Pentecostal charismatic. You don't count members in hundreds. I was going to ask a lecture question. Anybody here whose members are 560, 700, 320, what's the 45, what's the 45 imam? <laughs> <laughs> you are covering it. <laughs> ah, but am I the only one who believes the Bible? Who else believes the Bible with me? Believe it that you will count a thousand members before you die. Believe it. Receive it for your life. If you are a doctor and you build seven clinics, and you will die with 200 members. You are a failure. If you work in concert. And you have built 14 high rises. And more. And your members are 62. Three are in their period. Four have traveled. Six are sick. You are a useless pastor. Let us make the ministry great. And we have everything. We'll go and come. We are going to look at how to activate that oil again so that the the Sahelization of your head. Do do, do you know it? The Sahelization. Yeah. It's a phenomenon. Sahelization. Hello? The what? The what? Of your ministry. The Sahelization of your head. The Sahelization of your ministry. The Sahelization of your church. Ends today in this room in the name of Jesus. Nobody is great. No bishop is great. No bishop is great. No reverend is great. No pastor is great. In every nation, he that feareth God. You are the one making a bishop great. You are the one making a bishop great. 
honor bishops. But don't let their ministry determine the zenith of your achievements. Never. When I was not a a pastor, when I was a shepherd or follow-up, I won't continue to make that remark. I won't make that remark. Never let anybody's ministry I'll tell you a mystery. There's a tree. And I leave you to find it. Whose branch is bigger than the trunk? Find it. It's a mystery. The only person whose ministry should be respected as the limits of our achievement is Jesus Christ. It's who? Is who? Jesus Christ. I told my son. I said, if you don't pass that three thousand members within the first five years of your ministry, you are a failure. All the pastors and the pastor Charles. Is it Charles? Charles. Don't make the size of his church your limit. Whose church should be your limit? Jesus Christ. And the good news is that Jesus Christ himself did not allow you. If he sees you using his ministry as your limit, it will betray you that you don't read your Bible. Because he said, the works I do. Shall ye also do? Any father who limits his son's achievement to his achievement is not worthy. Nature teaches us that subsequent generations are to do better than previous generations. That is why the children of those who went to the moon are headed for the sun. Hello? So if Bishop Patrick has failed three regions, one man without a pot belly, has filled three regions with his work, then you and I must fill nations. Yeah. 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 
But the first thing, I told you the ministry is a what? And you cannot do greater works than Bishop Patrick. You cannot do greater works. Do you know where he has come from? The ministry he has done before coming to, uh, what is the name of this place? Come on, say. Your mother, your father, your cousins together cannot do what he has done. That's what the first thing you must do is to respect them. Anybody who doesn't honor these bishops has given up on life. Has resigned. And by the way, I, I forgot to tell you, if your ministry fails, your family will fail. Your business will fail. Market somewhere. The failure of your ministry is a harbinger of the failure of other departments of your life. Show me any man who failed in the ministry and had other aspects of his life standing. If you can show me that man, then I will show you a man whose life is only waiting to collapse. Because what keeps your life together is the ministry. You will see that a pastor who can build 2,000 members can build a business. Any businessman here whose business is failing, if you project your data, will have a wake-up in here. The ministry fuels other areas of, my li- of your life. Yeah. I am standing here with an announcement in my pocket. And the announcement is that. Let me take it out. Your season of greatness has come. I said, it has come. It has come. One, anytime you decide to do a Bible study, try to study, do a Bible study on a one word, the remnant. Remnant. That word, remnant. Yes, remnant. They are the most, one of the most powerful groups in the Bible. That God always leaves a remnant. Yes. And uses the remnant to confound the wise. And we are the remnants. Many of us here were in old camps 15 years ago, 12 years ago, 10 years ago. But today, your ministry is fading fast. But I am announcing that it's going to be recolored. Any color that left your ministry is coming back. You will be known as a pastor, not as a doctor. Yeah. When people see you, they will see, oh, prophet is coming. Prophet. Oh, apostle. Oh, rev. Oh, pastor. 
a man God has called, we, see, we still see you as an accountant. God has called you, anointed you. You are still seen as an accountant. You are still seen as an engineer of concert. Lift your hands. Jesus even does not allow you to use him as a target. Thank God that seasons can begin. And this evening marks the beginning of a season. Can you lift your hands? Anybody here who has known God before, five years ago, Seven years ago. Ten years ago. You have ever walked with God before. Please lift your hands. And begin. Begin. To speak to God. To light your fire again. We need to leave your cousin to be known as an accountant. But as for you, you should be known. As a servant of God. Whatever oil has disappeared from your head, that oil returns in the name of Jesus. Masukata kapakaya. Shebando sitereba. Remosata. Jesus. Sheba. You cannot die this way. You cannot end this way. Your hair must grow again. Masotaba. Masato Pasite Ba And believing God that some three regions of Ghana will be attributable to me to my work. Give me three regions like you have given my senior brother. Give me that testimony. Ah I'm tired of filling churches. I want to fill cities. I want to fill towns. I want to fill regions. Somebody wants to ask God for a nation. Somebody wants to ask God for a country. Give me, give me, give me. Father, give me a country. Let me use my life. Like Bishop Patrick to fill. My God, Masata Bata 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 Lendorebo Sata Mande Baba. Somebody here is giving birth to children, to sons, to daughters, to sons, to daughters, to sons, to daughters. Masoteba Adisobaba Adisobaba Labadaba. Barrenness is painful. Barrenness is painful. Break out of every administrative barrier, every legal barrier, every tribal barrier, whatever stops your ministry from its full expression.
Brush it. Shataba. Masote Pasa Sony Masetaba A little one A little one As you pray As you pray You are a Blessing your prophetic destiny. Anybody here who has gone on retirement, if professors can be called back, if engineers can be called back, if judges can be called back, my God, I'm announcing that we are calling you back to active service. I said, We are calling you back to active service. We are calling you back. If surgeons can be called back, anything in your background that has placed you on premature retirement, Zandaba, we bind it. We bind it. Shadia dos. Shadia dos. Shadia dos. Mazutaba. Reba dosi. Shomi kiba. Dandebo dandebo zate. Maridi basata, shada baba ba, randala baba, rabada baba 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 ba. We cannot, I cannot, I cannot end this way. No 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 no. I cannot, I cannot. My destiny is bigger. A city set on an hill cannot be hid. A city set, you, my God. She bande 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 ba Adili dade adili dade adili dade da 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 de da Dalande de dalo da ba da da La ta ba ba da da ba ba da ba ba da ba da ba ba da ba da ba Pray Wake up! The angel said, Rise up! Arise! And eat! You can't be sleeping. Anybody here sleeping, you are waking up. Anybody here, whose ministry, whose calling, whose anointing, whose graces, anything, Sataba is sleeping. Just waking up. Oh yes. I feel fire. I feel fire already. I feel fire already. Somebody's ministry just caught fire. The fire that makes you bright. The fire that makes you noticeable. The fire that makes people notice you. Satiloba. Masutibi. Shetabos. 
you shall be called a general before you die. I said you shall be called a general in the ministry before you die. Pray. New strength, new fire, new zeal, new energy, new fire, new strength, new zeal. Take it. It is our father, the prophet, who taught us that bold plantain is different from fried plantain. And I believe it. Even if you are an enzima, you should agree. The fried plantain is better than boiled. Boiled plantain is not as nice as fried plantain. That if you are given a chance to choose between boiled fish and fried fish. Pierrot will choose boiled fish. Fried. Fried chicken and boiled chicken. Hello? The answer is in the oil. Even your easy fatigability, easy fatigability, easy, it's easy for you to be tired. It's a direct result of oil that is lacking. Because one of the hallmarks of the presence of oil is strength. 
Lift your hands and let some oil be sprinkled on you. Let your head lack no oil. Believe me, sir, it's not because you are 43. It is not because you are 43. It is because you are dry. Receive it now. Receive oil. Let God give you some new oil. I know you have Bibles. You have messages. You have notes. I know you have, you, you have everything. But the oil is the oil. Is the oil. Is the oil. I tell you. Believe me. It's not that you can preach well. No. 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 Many of you can preach well. But you still have 63 members. It's not preaching well. It is oil. And I'm going to show you the source. Let some oil come upon you. Our children should be proud of us. Not because we pay their school fees. But they knew us as pastors with a cutting edge ministry. Your children shouldn't praise you because you are a lawyer. They know you as a pastor. Can you lift your hands and take something? Especially your right hand is getting some drops. Pow! Your right hand. Your right hand stands for the source. Even if you are left-handed, your right hand stands for the source of your strength. Father, touch our ministries. Touch our lives. Whatever we lack, let today be the day. Zamaroka, Shobrika, Sandazitos, Medusipa, Paswama Shetabola. Some people have joined a new group. Some people have joined a new group. I see a pen writing names on a new sheet of paper. I see a pen writing names on a new sheet of paper. There are transfers taking place. Not transfers from Atonsu to Bantama, but transfers from 100 to 4,000. Transfers from 42 to 800. Transfer from little to thousands. Receive your place on that list. I prophesy to you that everyone here, everyone here, whether you are head pastor of a branch, whether you are a secretary, whether you type letters, whether you connect microphones, whatever, if you are in this room, the Lord tells me that you are receiving a mark of distinction. I said you are receiving a mark of distinction. I said you are receiving a mark of distinction. Receive whatever is unique. Thank you, Father. 
What? That we are going to die like this? And even a worse form of this? Never. By reason of the oil. I said by reason of the oil. By reason of the water and the river we are planted by. I said by reason of the river we are planted by. We shall not die. So we are not, we are not going to die. Even if your tree has been cut down. Because of the scent of water. You will bud again. Thank you father. For a beautiful time. In your presence. In Jesus name. Amen. Let your hand clap be louder. As we welcome our pastor, our bishop, Bishop Patrick, to announce our break. Oh, I, I thought you were clapping. I thought you were stirred up after such a word. I thought new energy had come into you tonight. With the oil that is flowing right now from heaven. Amen. Amen. How many have ever been thirsty, but you didn't know you were thirsty until you drank water? Then suddenly he said, Ah, I was thirsty. I was dehydrated. I was drying. I think that's how we were. But thank God that he has sent a man with a, not a cup or a bottle or a glass. But jerry cans of water to refresh, refresh us. And, and, and um, what, what I am waiting for is that when we come back, he's going to point us to where the oil is. It will be fantastic. I said, Kumasi will never be the same again. A certain seed has is, is been planted, replanted, planted, I don't know, in our hearts, in our lives. And I'm so happy you are here today, this, this afternoon and this evening. I'm so happy that something could not keep you away. Because this meeting is the turning point in many lives. And if you hadn't come, you would have died dry and withered. You would have been counted as a failure in ministry. You would have been somebody who attempted great things, but failed. But after this, this meeting, you will be somebody who has attempted and succeeded. Put your hands together. I wanna... God bless you. You may be seated. Um...
I want us to take a, a short break. You know, we don't have too much time, and he's flying tomorrow morning right back to Accra. He came from Tamale last night. He was in Tamale last night. He came to Kumasi this afternoon, and he's continuing on to Accra tomorrow morning. So we have to get all we can get tonight. I mean, I agree with me. So we're taking a short break. Quarter to six, we are back. And, I mean, nobody's going anywhere. Ask me about where are you going. I mean, what are you going to do? There's nothing to do. There's nowhere to go. So just get a drink of water. Just stretch your leg. And, and ruminate. Think about the things we have just heard because they are life-changing. And I believe that this is going to be really one of the most important meetings in our history as a church. Please welcome Reverend Albert. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Wow. What a blessing. Amen. Amen. As we are going on our our break, um, Pastor Steve, where is Pastor Steven? Yes. We have some A4 sheets moving around. Amen. Make sure that your name is on it. Your name must be on it before you go for the break. And when you come for the break, you will give me another one that your name must be on it also. Amen. So don't go. If you go and you write your name on the second one, it means that the first session you were not part of it. (laughs) What a shock. Hallelujah. So let's flow with it. Amen. And God bless you. So we are on break. (laughs) 